Have you ever wondered where you really stand with God? Are you overcome with feelings of guilt because of things you've done wrong? Are you tired of religion that focuses on rules that you can't keep? Have we got good news for you? It's time to listen in on some casual conversation with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski and discover what true freedom is all about. This is Growing in Grace. Hey, everybody. It's Growing in Grace. I'm Joel Brzezinski. Mike Kapler, the cap is with me and we've got another episode of growing in grace and we hope that uh this will provide somewhat of an encouragement for uh, anybody who's listening it's encouraging to us to talk this stuff out that's what we've said for years here on growing in grace all the time that we've been doing this it's just this stuff that will uh hopefully maybe make some lights go on for some people and encourage you in in this grace walk as it's called as some people call it that's our goal here to talk this stuff out be an encouragement and uh, we love hearing from you too i know cap especially does because he's got a big ego and he likes to hear from people that, that kind of <laughs> hey, let go of my ego, ego. <laughs> <laughs> i'm just kidding cap is mr humble he's the most <laughs> humble person i've ever met that's one of the things i like to brag about most yeah, no, regarding gonna, myself my humility yes he likes to brag about his humility well, uh, you know, we talked last week, I think, sometimes the days and the weeks, I, I, I get so mixed up with things, so many things going on, but uh, <laughs> I think we were talking about sin, the topic of sin, and, and, you know, we talked about how a lot of people think that when, when they sin, God's going to still curse them, or they think that when, uh, when they're obedient, then God will bless them, and we talked about how basically all of that ended with the old covenant that was all old covenant stuff and now we're in this new covenant where everything is based upon christ himself we're blessed because christ himself is in us because christ himself took our sin away and uh, there is no longer any curse for us to worry about and so the question then if our sin has been taken away which it has and and if it's not our obedience that brings blessings and it's not our sins that bring curses, what about, Kat, what about living righteously? What about living right? What about the question, should we strive to be holy? What do you think when I uh, use phrases like that, Kat? Well, it, uh, it sort of ties into what you were just talking about or we were talking about on previous programs with sin. I mean, look, hey, sin is bad. I mean... W- I don't want somebody to misunderstand, you know, if you're a new listener. If you're a new listener, we've got hundreds of programs for you to go back and try to get to know us a little bit better here on our podcast, growingingrace.org. You'll find them all there. But sin is bad. We're we're not. I think some people just assume, I I know this. I've had people defriend me for it. But I I just think that... uh, there are people who assume that because we're so radical with our grace, Joel, that we're somehow just kind of winking and and looking the other way when it comes to to sin. It's it's not that we're it's not that we're saying that it's okay to sin. It's just that living here uh, in a fallen world in our fleshly state, sin is is going to be somewhat inevitable at some point in time. And it may be just a little thing. It may even be in the thought realm. It could be the slightest little thing, but it still falls short of the expectation of perfection and, and, and pure holiness that God himself is. And that's why Christ came so that he could take the, the place for us. He became our representative when it, when it comes to 
uh, righteousness and perfection and, and holiness that, that God needed from us. He knew he wasn't going to get it directly from us with our efforts. And so I just wanted to mention, though, that, hey, sin is bad and, and it affects people's lives. We're not promoting sin, all right, just so you understand that. Having said that, though, Joel, when it comes to trying to live right, to live holy, I don't know anybody who's done that. I know people strive for it. It should be our goal, Brother Cap, to do that. Well, I don't think so. And I know that sounds anti-gospel, to want to strive to do what's right, to try, strive to you know, be holy and live righteously, all of those things. These are, these are gifts that have been given to us. As one pastor used to tell us many years ago, Joel, when we were first coming into Radical Grace, this gospel is not a gospel of right doing. It's a gospel of right standing. God's not calling us to try to live right. Uh, based on our efforts. Uh, he has made us right through his son, Jesus Christ, and now that we have his life in us, he, he's asking us to, 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 to uh, trust in this, to uh, depend upon him instead of ourselves when it comes to um, the outward manifestations of, of doing good. Yeah, that's right, and in the, in the same uh, in the same vein of what you were talking about, you know, it's, it's not about whether we are able to perform this or not. See, you know, obviously, as you said, the reason Christ came is because we couldn't do it. There was none of us who was ever going to be able to do that. God knew that, so he sent his son, and Jesus Christ was the perfect sacrifice who took our sin away and who lived the perfect life so that his life could then be placed into us. So Christ is in us and we are in him, and that is the holiness that we are. We are holy. We are righteous. That's something we need to, we were talking about this before, just before we started recording, Cat. that's something we need to remind ourselves of all the time. I think that's something that anyone and everyone who knows Christ needs to be reminded of this, because sometimes we forget, and, and we, we think it it's up to us. We think that we've got to live this Christian life, that it's up to us, that God is he saved us, and now he's expecting us to live up to some holy standard. But again, that holy standard was met in Christ alone. And as you said, there's nobody—I don't know anybody who, is, who has lived up to this perfectly. I know that, you know, in, in the Scriptures, there are some what people would call exhortations. And see, if I was a legalist—back back when I was more legalist in my thinking, I would go to these verses that talk about, uh, put to death the deeds of the flesh— and uh, even, even Peter, in I think it's 1 Peter, he says, Be holy in all your conduct, because it is written, Be holy, for I am holy. It's 1 Peter uh, 1.15. And I would just zero in on those and say, See, see, that's what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to be holy in all our conduct. Our behavior just needs to be. And it, would, it was a legalistic thing. Now I look at these things, and I think, you know what? There is a foundation that's missing if we think that the goal of the Christian life is our outward behavior. That's not the goal of the Christian life. It might be a fruit of the Christian life, but the goal really is to know Christ. <laughs> it's to, to know more and more the grace, the love, and to be rooted and grounded in all of this so that we know him. You know, the, Jesus said, this is eternal life, that they know you, the Father, and that they know the Son who, who you sent. That's what eternal life is. That's what this life is about knowing him. And as a result of that, sure, we're going to find uh, some things changing outwardly, but that's not 
the basis or the foundation of the Christian life. And so that's, I think that's so important for, for people to know that uh, it, it might be a fruit, you know, living rightly, so to speak, might be a fruit of the Christian life, but it's definitely not the root and it's not the goal. It's not the, our, it's not our daily goal. Yeah, and, and even I think even the fruit thing uh, gets overblown a little bit, Joel. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't want to discount good works, but it's it's Christ working through us. I think there's a whole lot of people out there taking credit, quote unquote credit, for a lot of things uh, as to where they what they do, what they don't do, and where they stand with God because of because of that. Uh, Jesus is the vine; we're the branch. If the vine doesn't have life, then neither does the branch. And in Ephesians, Paul told us, among other places, that we were dead, and he made us alive. And, and see, that's the more, more of the focus of, of what this gospel really is, not trying to do good so that we can establish righteousness, but because he has established righteousness in us, and it's not our righteousness, by the way, it's his righteousness in us, since he has established that, as you said, Joel, now as, as we trust in his life in us, it, it may result in the the evidence or the manifestation of fruit in our lives being extended toward others or in in some way being manifested to encourage others so um, but yeah we were dead now we're alive that is the gospel you were dead and so even this this uh, illustration as as you've talked about so much over the years on this program Joel Jesus being the vine us being the branch we don't produce the fruit like a lot right. of people would have you think you should be doing. Um, and and all, that, all that gives them is, is bragging rights that don't belong to them. We simply bear the fruit of the Lord who lives in us as we learn to live the Christ life instead of trying to um, perform good works based on our own self-efforts because we're afraid that somehow God is going to get mad at us if we don't. I used to tell people, Joel, that sin will separate us from God. What was I trying to do? I was, try- I was trying to avoid sin. So when I tried to avoid sin, what happened? I'd usually end up in a, a, a tangled legalistic mess that caused me to sin more than I would if I hadn't been trying to avoid it. So all of that to say that these things that we're talking about here, we sometimes just miss the mark. And if you miss it a little bit, you, you can misunderstand uh, a lot uh, about the gospel. But the bottom line on this for me is that this isn't about you and me and, and what we do or don't do. It's, it's about uh, everything that uh, God did to help us when we could not. Yeah, I agree. And I think, you know, that's... Um you really summed up what I was trying to say because I um, I started saying something and uh, I went off on a little rabbit trail and forgot what I was going to say. But you reminded me of what I was going to say there <laughs> because originally you said that we had heard from our uh, former pastor that the gospel is not a gospel of right doing. It's a gospel of right standing. And that is so crucial for us to understand. And, and what that reminded me of was that he also, and one thing he, he also said is, that it's not a gospel. The gospel is not a gospel of change. It's a gospel of exchange. And so we think, a lot of people in the church think that the gospel is a gospel where we're supposed to change. And so we're supposed to stop doing bad things and we're supposed to start doing good things. We're supposed to stop living unholy and unrighteous lives and we're supposed to start living holy and righteous lives. But instead, he has taken our sin away and exchanged it 
with his righteousness and he's taking he has taken our life away in adam and he's he's exchanged it with his very own life and so that analogy with the, that jesus uses with the with the vine and the branches we were a branch, so to speak, that wasn't connected to the vine. Well, he took that old branch life away that wasn't connected to the vine. He gave us his life by placing us in the vine. And so all of us, we are all branches on this vine, and the life comes from the vine. And indeed, as you say, we, I, th- I think you were r- right on where uh, the focus on fruit is way overblown, I think, in the church, because our focus isn't to be, you know, trying to bear fruit, but really our focus as branches in the vine is the vine itself. That's who we focus on. And and uh, in fact, we are in union. The, the branch has no life in and of itself. The branch has no life apart from the vine, but then we become joined to the vine, and there we have our life, and everything flows from that. And so when we try to focus on living holy lives or changing to be good enough for God or changing to be good enough for whatever, we lose our focus that everything comes from the vine and not from ourselves. All right. Well, hey, this is good stuff. But I'll tell you what, next week on Growing in Grace, we're going to elaborate a little bit more and take this a bit further. So don't miss next week's podcast here on Growing in Grace. We'll talk more about whether God really changed you or was it something else that made it look like he changed you next week on Growing in Grace. This has been Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski. Heard online through various internet sources around the world each week. To access hundreds of past programs, visit graceroots.org. Share it with a friend and listen again next week for more Growing in Grace.